Attention all units, attention all units, check your mics, check your mics. There's the sound of heavy breathing coming from the front yard. I repeat, heavy breathing coming from the front yard. What do you call me all the time? Lazy? No, not lazy. That's the other thing. When we're on scene of a structure fire. A yard breather, I would think. Yeah, that term. Yard breather. What's that? What's that mean? Uh, I guess that would mean somebody who's standing in the front yard breathing air, but they're doing nothing. Worth the value. That's me? I think that's a correct analogy. I think so. If I had to. I mean, yeah. A yard breather. Yeah, yeah. I can't really say no, but I can't really say yeah. yeah I think so. Yeah, I think it fits. You let us hardworking folks do the work, and you take no, the credit. No, 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 no. Helmet stays nice and shiny. It is shiny. Gear yeah. looks pretty. Looks good. But we're coming out with all sorts of insulation all over us and stuff. Well, you know why it's that shiny, right? It's the color of the helmet. That's why it stands out in the yard. Yeah, I heard the uh, brighter color helmet, uh, less brain cells. But I don't know if that's true or not. Scientifically speaking. Um, yeah, this is Yard Breathers Podcast. Um, so we came up with that name because we rattled a couple different names off for a little while there. Um, I think what we had, Mouth Breathers? Those Mouth Breathers. You, you, we were riding in a truck one day when we were talking about doing a podcast, and we were rambling off names because remember the one was Out of Service, and we liked that one. We were going to go with Out of Service Podcast, and then we kept that one in our back pocket. And then when you came up with mouth breathers because i think you googled it or something and then that's when i came up with yard breathers yeah yeah and and most people seem to like that one yeah and then everybody we kind of asked a few people individuals and they they all thought yard breathers was funny but they always thought that we'd have to explain it yeah for those who've been in the fire service for any length of time knows what a yard breather is um if you don't know and you've been in the fire service you soon will if you make that choice to Stand in the front yard while breathing air. We're just watching off YouTube videos of some of these other departments out here. Yeah. Um, speaking of YouTube video, we have uh, a couple Facebook, Yard Breathers PC, um, Instagram, Yard Breathers PC. Our email is yardbreatherspc at outlook.com. If you want to email us for some reason, be it uh, constructive criticism or be mean to us, whatever. Um, any reason you want to email us, that would be our email. You can find our email on our social media. This is going to be kind of our, our intro, not necessarily episode one, but we're kind of going to get into why yard breathers, what to expect, that kind of brief. Um, we'll have different episodes. Some will be a lot lighthearted, and some will be more serious topics. We will have guests sometimes. Sometimes we won't. Sometimes we might just have one of the fellas join us like we do now. Debating topics. Yeah, so... Um, okay. Well, well, that, well, let's well introduce yourself real quick. What, what's your name? How did uh, you get in the fire service? Hello, my name is Tim. Hello, Tim. Um, so I got in the fire service. Didn't know anybody in the fire service. Don't have family in the fire service. Back 2009, married, just me and my wife. Worked in a restaurant job at night. Needed something to do to kill time. Literally, it was something to do to kill time. And I saw these guys standing outside of a volunteer department I used to be with. And... Stopped by, talked to them, said, how hard can it be? can't be that hard. They had no clue what it took, what was involved. Started volunteering for the first year or so. Didn't really take it serious. It was just something to pass time. Went through the academy and 
started the academy in 2010, graduated in 2011. Shout out to Crystal Coast Fire Academy in Moorhead City in Atlantic Beach. And after that, got a job um, as a part-timer in a neighboring county, going on nine years with them. And now I'm with, with this department for eight years full-time. So, yeah, that was pretty much the quick rundown. Well, that's a good story. Good story about how you got into the fire service. Yeah, I was nine when you started. Were you nine in two thousand nine? I was. Wow. Yeah, he's a youngin. Yeah, he is pretty young. Well, since you're the youngest here, and you know you're relatively new to the fire service, won't you share your why the fire service story? Well, uh, started out new construction plumbing, putting in water, water lines and pipes and all that stuff living the dream then uh, I hear a bunch of sirens one day in September uh, I open my window and there's a giant plume of smoke and I think to myself well that's not good I want to check it out but I'm not going to go towards it because that's where people are trying to deal with the situation I go to Surf City Bridge and uh, check out what's going on um, so I get to the high rise bridge and uh See, six and a half houses on fire. Oh, six and a half that burnt down, or was it seven? How many houses was, it was that? Six, I remember. It was six and a half. Six, two cars and two boats? Something like that. Yeah. But uh, I started thinking myself, I was like, man, I wish I could help out. Nothing really uh, I can do, though. Uh, just be in the way. So a family friend got us uh, looking, or got me into uh, the volunteer nights up here. And uh, started volunteering. Uh, so much so that the plumber actually fired me because I was so interested in the fire service. <laughs> That's so wrong, but so funny at the time. Yeah. So then I went to the fire academy of January 2020. Uh, then COVID hit halfway through, and I didn't finish the fire academy until June or July. Uh, and then about two or probably a year and a half after I graduated, I was able to get on here full time after working with another department for a while. Oh, yeah. It's funny you say that, too, because most firemen have a part-time uh, labor-intensive job in plumbing. It's, it's one of those jobs I've heard a bunch of firemen get into. So when you started that, we, you know, you're already half a fireman anyway because <laughs> you've already had that, that labor-intensive side of the job thing. So that's kind of funny. And then he ends up firing you, which maybe or may not be funny, but I mean, it's <laughs> it led you it here today. It worked out in the end, though. Yeah, it's pretty funny. And then we have Mr. TJ here. Yep. So basically the same thing. Just started out in the volunteer service uh, in 2005 at 13, 14 years old. Uh, worked all the way up to becoming a, a senior fireman on the volunteer uh, side of things. And then in 2013, got on full-time with the current department. Been here for nine years, so it's been a long ride. Been been sixteen sixteen full years into it. So kind of got out of it, you know, back in the volunteer days. Lost interest for a little while. You know, seventeen eighteen years old. Get your license, and you get to go do fun things outside the fire service. And then I I lost interest. Didn't want anything to do with it. Was cutting meat at a local grocery store like that. Uh, thought that was where I wanted to be in life. Was a meat cutter and. Uh, what is what is the official title? Was it a meat handler, meat cutter? What's the official title of that? 
Yeah, meat meat cutter. Meat butcher. cutter. Yeah, meat okay. cutter. Not okay. a, a butcher. butcher. Probably okay. more closer to meat specialist. Yeah. I Specializes I in meat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm just curious what the t- I like to know what job titles. Butcher. I mean, we could go with butcher. You know, meat cutter. Okay. You know, meat handler is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Just curious. So, so did did that did that for a little while and then ended up getting a part time job at the volunteer department. And then I ended up leaving the grocery store side of things and, and regaining my interest in the fire service. So, and then it was where it led me here today. Okay. Uh, well, all three of us had different paths, but what I did notice is all three of us started off as a volunteer firefighter. Um, some of our area around here is more rural, so we do have more volunteer departments. You go over one county over, and there's a lot of volunteer departments. And a lot of guys I know started off that way. Um, as volunteers and then got into the career side of things that's going to be one of the topics we'll discuss eventually um career versus volunteer um another one i think we're going to talk about is uh, experience versus time in the service that seems to be one that people debate is how long you've been in the service or how much experience do you have um i think another one we decided we were going to talk about down the road is uh, what Young fire officers. Those young fire officers, you know, today you're starting to see more and more, and this is for good reasons, right? Uh, I, I know some really good ones that have promoted young, and I, I did it myself, um, to, to becoming company oper- officers and running truck companies or engine companies, and, and they're deserving of it. So just kind of get them in because, you know, depart- departments are, um, you know, growing in size and growing in people, and, you know, they're they're leading an engine crew with uh, the age gap is different, right? So just to kind of see what their their experience is on it because I, I had it when I first started and uh, still kind of got it today. And, you know, it's got its challenges, but you know, kind of get a, a broad spectrum of how different people handle that, that pressure uh, of leading a, a good, solid engine crew or, or even truck crew or rescue or whoever we can get on board to, to come on. So I think that would be a good topic. I, th- I think that one will be a, a good one to – out there. Alex, you said something earlier. Um, the question I had is, how do you determine a young fire officer from a seasoned fire officer? What age? Uh, well, I mean, based off of how many gray hairs they have. Gray hair. So no, TJ's been hairs. a seasoned, seasoned seasoned officer for. I don't think he was ever actually a young officer. I think he went. Yeah, he was kind of balding and he gray was, before. I was young. I had. I was young at one point. Yeah. When I first got it, I mean, and that's when the gray hair started. I mean. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I am on your shift, so. Yeah, I mean, you've contributed to some gray hairs. <laughs> I can't, I can't want to <laughs> touch him. Um, <laughs> no, he okay, wanna. yeah, so another one we were going to debate, and we're gonna, and, and some of these episodes we're going to bring some folks on to help us debate this um, and talk about it and get their opinions is uh, women in the fire service. Um, there's, we're going to have some guests on who's been in the fire service for a while and have worked their ways up the chain. And uh, based off that, we talk about what kind of struggles, what kind of challenges they face because – like it or not, this is a male-dominated career. Um, there are some females out there. There are some really good ones out there. Swipe the floor with the boys. But uh, they seem to, you know, may face a little bit of extra challenges. So that's another topic we're going to discuss. Um, so, yeah, this was a kind of a brief intro into kind of what to expect just an intro to who we are, what we're about, yeah. what we're going to talk about. I mean, it's going to be fire service related topics, and you know, we'll branch out and try to reach out to some things outside that we can relate to the fire service. Um, you know, I like to talk 
<coughs> trying to get my wife on here about talking about autism and you know that's one thing i think we lack training on is you know autism and how to determine or you know spot autism and how how we deal with uh children or even adults on the autism spectrum but i think that whole um that whole category right there of uh special needs or disabled folks and how we respond to those um there are there i heard of some trainings that are pretty good that deal with that and there's some people out there who can suggest um yeah, it's just something I haven't been. I've only sat in yeah. a two-hour lecture on it, and I think it would be a good one. You know, there's some other things that we can definitely talk about. And I know we uh, a real hot topic right now. We're going to line up. We have going to line up a guest for this one. There's another one. It's mental health in the fire service, mm. and um, the struggle with that. We're we're losing not just on the fire side, but EMS. You know, all around first responders losing people left and right. I think um, suicide is overtaking in the line of duty deaths by a lot. So that's another topic we're talk about, touch on. But for right now, um, does anybody got any last parting words they want to go with? Anything? Nah, just, you know, hit us up on all our socials, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, send us an email. Uh, we'll, we'll be put on YouTube channel out there uh, eventually. And uh, get up with us. Yep. Thank you. Anything from you, Alex? Any last words? No. Yep. Okay, well, you guys have a good night, and we'll talk to you guys later.